Hey everybody, uh, DM Seth here, and I really wish we were recording literally like five minutes ago because Jacob had one of the most beautiful rants I've ever heard <laughs> about why we do this show. Um, Jacob, summarize it please for us now. I just gotta say that for you all listening in your car, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay that you're dodging your problems by listening to us. You know, just don't think about anything. Don't think about how your job, you know, you're gonna be late <laughs> for your job. Don't think about how your boss is going to secretly hate you for doing that. Just think, hey, what can I laugh about in the next five minutes? Or even right now, while I steer my wheel? Or I am at work right now, where I can work at a job, where I can listen to music. Wow, that's a great job. Um, uh, just listen to us, and um, it'll be good. You don't have to think about what comes tomorrow. I think that's a scary thought. I don't want to think about it either. Thanks. All right. <laughs> And uh, Cheaper by the Dungeon has now finished. We, this is it. This is the end. <laughs> this, this is the end. That was it. We've done our duty. I mean, you can't really peak after that. That was the peak. I know. It's all down. Thank you for that, uh, PSA Jacob. Um, and for all you office people or car drivers, uh, look out! Scared you. Um, okay. Uh, so, what are we as doing? You know, we are. <laughs> As you know, we are D&D Gamer Gods, and because of that fact, we level up all the time, specifically after the last episode. So, for the intro to this one, uh, I'm going to let the boys... Connor, are you here, by the way? I am here. Adam, you here? Yeah, hi. Uh, Jacob? Hey, we, it's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose you were you're gonna, wondering why I thought you were going to go here. for another one. I thought you were just going to go into a new grant. Um... <laughs> Please explain, uh, actually we'll start with you Jacob, just explain what you got with your level up. The boys are now level 8. Already, wow. <laughs> Pushes up glasses. Um, <laughs> so, as per always, I always level up my health by 5 every time. I do not like to take a chance. In fact, if you've noticed, I really try to steer anything my character does in a way that benefits me. Um, and so, but, and so I hate anything that is out of my control, which is why I level up kind of five each time. So my health increases the same amount each time. It also helps because I don't have to remember kind of what I did before. So if I ever lost my sheet, I can just be like, whoa, I leveled up five times for the previous like seven levels. I'm at level eight right now. Um, I... Obviously, leveled up my wisdom. Zippy's a really smart bunny, and so I felt like, I mean, canonically, it only makes sense for me to level up wisdom, even though I desperately need strength. My strength is minus one right now, so for those listening, keeping tabs, you see me fudge my rolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so I leveled up my wisdom. I did that before, because I level four i think and now level eight you get to level up your ability score we use at home who are counting i leveled up at level four to 16 on the wisdom now it's 18 so i get a plus four to wisdom on not only my saving throws i get bonus but also things like animal handling insight and also uh perception and survival as well i mostly never use those things i usually just talk my way out of everything so i i mean it's just like for you listeners but uh um yeah those are kind of the main things i focused on so yeah i'm uh proficiency bonus like plus three but man i'm just racking up that wisdom until i at least hit 20 and then i don't have an option to kind of continue on so i'm gonna do things like maybe intelligence but 
that's like I don't know. That's like different from wisdom in a way. So I'm just gonna see where that kind of takes me. But that's kind of what I did. Wow, that was Jake. Like Jacob, you just ranted like zippy. Like I just feel like you've really embodied that. <laughs> Jake, Adam, uh, yeah, sorry. You're next. One quick question for Jake. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. Jake, I never asked you this. When you first made Zippy, did you use like did you roll his stats or did you use standard array or what? No, if you listen back to like our Q and A that we did between season one and two, I really just kind of kind of came up with a character at the spot, and so I really just came up with the stats as soon as possible <laughs> because Seth needed the sheet. So really, he did a, he did a standard array. He did if you listen, if you listen back to the Q and A, it's a good episode. The voice of my character literally came the second I said the first word, and so everything kind of had to go around the stats in a sense. So um, that's how I play. Uh, I don't judge anyone who plays differently, and don't judge me for playing that way as well. Don't you dare judge me. All right. Okay. Cool. Just wondering. <laughs> yeah, so is everyone. Did you just get like more spell slots or did you get any kind of feat or anything? Um, that's a good question actually. Uh I also got a wild shape uh improvement. So that just means that um I can transform into like a higher tier of uh kind of animal, which is really rad actually. Um my spell slots at level 4 I can do 2 now if people are interested. Um uh, which is really cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice right adam on. what about peterson's first level up baby's first level up okay so uh i basically just kept it simple i upped my wisdom as well just because that's my spell casting modifier by the way we never really said this but i'm playing a shaman it's a homebrew but you can find it online uh if anyone cares to look it up if you just google shaman uh class 5e it's the first thing that pops up at least it was the first thing that popped up for me um, it's on, uh, I mean, can I say this? I'm allowed to say this, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. You ain't D- plagiarizing. Yeah. D A N D wiki.com. So, and then that's there. So that's basically in case anyone wants to follow and keep me accountable. Um, yeah. So I just have my wisdom. It gave me another spell, which we'll find out what that is as we play. Um, I can now cast another for a uh, fourth level spell. Um, I rolled for more health, uh, and I only got a two, and my constitution is zero, so just went up by two, but that's what you get when you roll. Um, that's it for me, though. Connor, you know what to do. Uh, do I? Um, yeah, so took another ranger level. Uh, ranger's at level eight. Um, the only thing that really changes is you get... Like Jacob mentioned, the ability score improvement and then one other skill change. So actually, I opted to not take the ability score improvement and I took a feat. I took the lucky feat. So now uh, between every long rest, I get three luck die, which I can expend for any time I'm attacking, doing a saving throw or an enemy is attacking me. Um, And I can use those luck die basically as, as like advantage or basically to impose disadvantage so i can choose before i can use those die anytime uh, i'm rolling or that you're rolling before the resolution has been determined um but if if we already know something hit or whatever i can't use it after that so he, really he basically cut off my feet and then he hangs them around his neck as his lucky rabbit feet Ew. that's 
basically we don't like to talk about it because like they're actually lapine feet and like so it's kind of sensitive but that's where zippy's really, pinky yeah. is that's where his pinky is yeah right there. <laughs> um yeah the other thing i got with um being a ranger is uh, uh just a skill called land stride so basically any kind of like natural environment that would be considered um rough terrain which halves your movement uh does not do that for me or anything that might have like thorns or anything that may make moving through any kind of nature difficult uh does not affect me at all and then for any kind of spell that like nature-based spell that would cause some kind of slowness or something like entangle i get advantage on uh saving throws against those so i'm a lot harder to be held down and i can move freely man so basically you can never die well, no, I can still die. I mean, it's I I can't I can't dodge a fireball. <laughs> I don't got that at rogue uncanny dodge. Oh, one quick question. Your your luck dice, can you use like all three in one round? No, I think I, I'd have to double check the verbiage again, but my understanding is like I can use one for one kind of like action. So if I'm attacking, I can use one luck die. But I'd, I'd, I'd have to double-check the specific verbiage on it. But that's how I understand it at this point. Um, and for health, because Jacob seems to always think I'm cheating. I rolled my <laughs> health in front of Seth so he would see it. And it I rolled a, a nine. Oh, yeah, nine. <laughs> no! <laughs> we rehearsed this, Seth. You can't do that. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. I, sorry, I saw six. And I was upside down. Well, thanks. <laughs> No, I rolled a nine on a D ten, and then my constitution's only plus one, so I got ten more health. Um, okay, so for me, emotionally, I leveled up. Uh, I can handle more stress. Uh, <laughs> I can DM a little bit better, and uh, my bowel movements are slightly more uh, closer to that of you know just solid instead of just. Um... Uh, recap uh, is going to be. <laughs> Now, uh, so if you didn't listen to the last episodes, totally fine, because that's what we're here for, but I'm not going to give you all the details, so go listen to them, idiot. Um, so basically what happened in the last episode, the boys went inside the pink floor, which turned out to be some monster being that can speak telepathically and is called Level. It's this giant monster as far as they can tell. They went inside. Zippy made a bet that Darian and Peterson could complete this task of assassinating an orc um, within 10 minutes. The whole thing was timed. It was really intense. Uh, And they went through and they did it ultimately. And so they won. And what Zippy put on the line for their lives was uh, a book about Felix, or at least all the information this creature knew about Felix, the number one greeter. And also... um, loot and treasure so they got a ton of stuff um and yeah and basically it ended with them taking off from lundy the cat village with yogurt um and now the new member of the squad temporarily apparently because he's a hired mercenary uh peterson the goblin shaman so you guys are on your airship the sparrow with uh, now the furballs, furs, and accessories um, advertisement slapped on the side, as well as, you know, the Aesop's airships thing. So it's turning into a walking, like, billboard, or flying billboard. Um, so you guys are flying south. You have a map, and you can see the best way to uh, go about this is kind of fly directly south 
uh, and then turn to the west and go that way. So you're making kind of an L-shape-ish. Um, so you guys are flying along. Is there any conversations you want to have, or do you just want to keep going? I was going to say, so I think what we determined before, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page for loot, is we basically, all the liquid gold we dispersed, we assi- we dispersed a couple things for each individual person, and then a bunch of the other stuff is still kind of in limbo until we go through the appraisal. We're all still on board with that, right? Yeah. Cool. Then I don't awesome. really need to have any conversations. Just wanted to make sure we all knew what happened with the loot. You would. Okay. I want that g- goblet, though. You know the one. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm not. Yeah, Adam? <laughs> okay, I, I have two quick things I want to do. First off, um, is there a chance on this ship where uh, Peterson gets some time unsupervised, or is he basically watched all the time? That's a Zippy and Darian call. I'm going to watch this guy, uh, Darian, all the time, okay? I won't let him leave his, my sight. Okay, I, Darian's got bigger <laughs> just, fish to fry. He's over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, then Peterson's going to start walking around. Like, once they're in the air, and I'm sure he looks out and is amazed by the view and everything. Incredible. Hey, where are you going? I see. I'm uh, Peterson, I think I'm, we should discuss what we just did and what we're going to do for for the um, for Monosnow. Unless you have to use the washroom. Is that what you were doing? I don't mean to impose. No, no, I have never been on such a vessel before. I, uh... It's quite incredible. It's my pride and joy. I fly very well. Our pride it's... and joy, Zip. I just It's said amazing it's... how you can I fly mean... it when you're not even holding the mast. You're out here on the deck with me. You tell me not to speak for you, Darian, so I didn't mean to. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is quite nice. Are we, are, are we flying right now? I can't... I can't tell. DM, are we flying right now? <laughs> Zippy looks out the window and, and remembers, yeah, he's in fact flying currently. Oh, yes. He had a little bit of a stroke. Yes, I remember. I, I got this thing off the ground, and now we're heading towards Monosnow. The Your autopilot skills are phenomenal. I am astounded. I know. In such a short amount of time, I've managed to become an expert at this. It's crazy, because I'm, I'm a rabbit. I usually dig down, but now I'm flying up. You're S rank, 100%. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's goblin lingo. Um, I was wondering if I could get a tour of this ship. Um, yeah, Darian's good at doing that. I have to fly the ship, so Darian? Yeah, I can, uh, I can give you a quick walkthrough. Thank you, Westboro. Le Welcome Peter. aboard! Tall one, show me. Alright. So... Darian leads Peterson throughout the ship. You look at the cockpit, kind of encapsulated glass bubble area uh, on top, uh, where Zippy's kind of steering the ship, and there's some there's some desks and storage in there. Uh, you go out, and you see it's just the, uh, the bridge, kind of, and you see the two giant balloons on the side. You go below deck, and you see there's the engine pumping and all these steam valves going, um... And you see at the back, there's kind of separate individual rooms, kind of like crew quarters, uh, as well as one lower level that's kind of smaller, but still it's just a storage area. So three levels, the bottom one being the smallest, it's a little kind of like closety area, but that's where you have some boxes or where you stored some of this loot besides in your bag of holding. In the individual crew quarters, you see uh, Yogurt is taking a nap in one, his... Uh, and you see uh, James has a do not disturb sign on his door. Uh, and then there is one that has Norman's uh, body in it. 
Uh, and then, you know, there's the rest. And there is one for Peterson, if you'd like one, and uh, Darian and Zippy. Do I see Norman? Like, is his door open? Am I shown his body? Darian, do you show him his body? Um, uh, he, he probably would have left the door closed. Uh, probably just explaining, like, um, well, this is where um, our companion Norman is. He's in a bit of a coma right now, and we're trying to find... Well, we're trying to find a way to get him back, and so he just... He's, he's resting in here. Tall one, would you mind if I took a look and my shaman practices? We do have some healing methods that may be unfamiliar to the Aladrin kind. I've seen some pretty weird things before. Do you mind walking me through what you plan to do? Of course. I, uh, merely an assessment at first, as, as our custom, where we, I would just look through my mask and see what there is to see. If anything that the ancestors would reveal to me that maybe, uh, would escape, uh, regular eyes. Hmm, something maybe from, from the ethereal plane? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any harm in... Well, taking a look, and I uh, open the door and bring him inside. You go inside, and the air feels still. And you see, lying down on this bed, a wounded body, uh, and kind of like scratched up and scarred. It, it doesn't look too brutal because Zippy healed him, but you see his his left arm is is like crumbling and and kind of uh, scratched up and and looks broken. And you see there's Norman. Blue tattoos and, and golden skin and all. He's just as beautiful as the tales describe. Uh, <laughs> I don't say it. I don't say it. I don't say it. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to say I'm just going to take a closer look. And I pull down my mask just to see if I see anything. Okay. The mask comes down. So when you look into the ethereal plane, you can kind of see it's like a it's like the same plane, but still kind of uh, like foggy and shadowy. It's like black and white. Uh, you can see like Darian next to you and, and and things like that, but he's kind of like faded a little bit. Uh, you remember when you were looking at level, you saw an actual like spirit. Uh, when you look at Norman's body, it still has this kind of just grayness about it. it it nothing super special seems to be there but you do see when you take a closer look just over his chest where his medallion used to rest there is a little kind of blue flicker very faint but there's something hmm okay um wow that's so interesting that is so it's like a little magical just like candle ish but it's very small Okay. Almost un- unnoticeable if you didn't take a really close look. Okay. I'm going to put up my mask, and I'm going to say, I can see that you have done well to preserve his life. There is something about him that fights to remain on this plane. I commend your skills. If any, if nothing else, I would like to do the best I can to set his arm. Um, It might be beyond repair, I'm not sure, but I can see what I can do. Maybe you like some kind of doctor familiar with doing things like that? Um, well, just I have cure wounds and uh, some similar spells. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. 
Cool. We don't need to go through that if we don't want. You can do a medicine check for me, Peterson. Okay. Medicine, eh? Interesting. Nine. Okay. Uh, You don't think your wounds is really going to do anything. You don't really know what you were talking about. You talked a big game. (laughs) (laughs) You don't necessarily know if anything you do will help. So I basically do like in Harry Potter... Harry Potter, I just kind of like move his arm a little bit. Yeah. And there you go. That's, I think that is a, a better set. Great. Uh, let's continue on this tour, shall we? Perfect. Lead the way. And you show Peterson the rest of the ship. Nice. And uh, that's the end of the tour. Do you have any questions? Uh, no, 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 no. That No, that's good for me. Thank you, tall one. Oh, good. I probably wasn't going to answer any anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, do a little bit of maintenance, but uh, I, I'll catch you in Monosnow. Perfect. Okay. All of you, with Zippy at the helm, are flying to Monosnow. You're going across the, the free plains, and according to the map that Zippy had pulled out, uh, he can see that there's like a tower coming up that should be kind of a, la- a land marker. And sure enough, you see this tower that's raised on this plateau. Uh, and and you're flying, and you actually see that the tower, the top of it, is actually pretty much on the same level as where you're flying. You're you're quite high up, but you're not like above the mountains or anything. Um, so you can see the tower is uh, there, and you actually see somebody with a torch waving at you, Zippy, like they're asking for you to park next to the top of the tower. Is anyone else in my cockpit room? Uh, Darian, would you be or? Well, I said I was going to go do some maintenance on the ship and make sure everything was in working order and kind of just check my gear. I don't think I'd be up in the cockpit with him right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with this. I'm just going to... I'm just, Although it's a little weird that them to assume that a, a flying ship's normal, but... I mean, maybe they're just being precautious. I'll just I'll just go where they tell me to go. Don't want to start yeah. anything. I know, I know you listeners think I do things like that, but that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me okay i read the comments uh you pull up to the top of this tower like next to it you you glide the ship over and you pull up like you're coming up to a tim hortons drive through yeah we're canadian um and uh the guy's like shouting at you and you're inside like your cockpit so you can't hear him but he's like shouting at you and it seems to be like an older gentleman uh just a human with uh no facial hair, but you can see the age on his face. And he's like, you hear just... Um, I walk over to the window on my left, and I <laughs> kind of roll it down. I forgot this was a drive-thru. Um, and I, uh, I I roll it down the window. And he's like... Hey, hey! Oh! There we go. Oh, you got a nice ride here, man. Sorry for flagging you down like that, but I just had to check out your ride. Wow. Um, thank you very much. It's kind of like a teen ship we got going. Do you have anything to to give us for free? I can put your name on the side of the ship. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> this is... Whoa, uh, yeah. See, I, I'm a part of this busy hands club. We do knit... You know what? I don't have the banner on me. Sorry. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm not really into knitting if that's what I think you were going to say. Um, Where can I park this thing so that people 
Won't feel so intimidated. Uh, no, it's the air. Um, nowhere. Uh, I was just pulling you over to ask where you guys are heading. This um, is kind of like a checkpoint. We want to check out Monosnow. We're new to the area. Mm, mm, nice. Okay, Monosnow. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a ways away. Um, yeah, uh, is this kind of like a pit stop? Are you going to, like, attack us or something? What's going on? No, this is a, no, it's like an on-route. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, you get food here, you, you can get clothes, you get, to get warm. Lapine, get me a double-double. The place where people stop before going in past the cold line. Oh, I see. Well, we're nice, we bought some clothes, we're nice and warm and prepared to go to the cold, to the cold, uh, city, Monosnow. Alright, just, just checking. Just side check. I, I wanted to ask if you had no clothes, because, you know, I don't want you going in there and getting your, getting your buns froze. Hey, Zippy, why did we stop sailing and, whoa, there's a tower here. Uh, hello. Oh, hey, hey. Hi. Sorry, I think I think I caught the tail end of that, about it being a cold line. Like, is that just where the, there's a big temperature drop or something like that? Nah, man, yeah, yeah they nailed it. Yep, that's um, it. That's all it is. Can I do like real in- steep temperature drop though? Can I do like an insight check here to see if this guy seems sketchy at all to me? Yeah, okay. And then I was wondering if I could make some kind of like uh, intelligence check or something to see if I think the cold temperature is going to impact the ship operations at all. Hmm. Go for it. Okay, I'll roll mine first, and then yeah, yeah. go for it. Uh, mine's a sixteen. Um. Upon closer inspection, uh, this guy seems to be carrying uh, bags in his hands, like two just like bags of probably gold from the chinglinging you can hear. Um, he seems to probably not work here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then Darian wants to do his role. Yeah, I, I just wanted to check the uh, kind of the, from my knowledge of the ship, if I think the cold's going to affect it. Um that's lucky because my intelligence is minus one, actually. <laughs> um, but that was still a natural eighteen, so seventeen. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you can tell that the cold is going to have an effect on the ship. It won't be able to fly as fast. Um, and you know that just because of how it goes, you'll have to stay relatively low to the ground because if you go too too high up, everything is going to freeze, and then uh, you'll probably just drop like a rock. Okay. Iron Man 1 style. That's so amazing. <laughs> the physics are real in this world. Um, <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> you thought I was playing in a lawless land? Anyways, yeah, so you can tell that you're probably going to have to fly low. Excuse me, but I can't help but notice the little, the bags in your hands. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I, I'm just looting this place. I'm just thieving. Actually, I came up here because guards were chasing me. <laughs> well, that was very forthcoming of you. Yeah, I thought I'd flag you down. You know, I came up here and I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna jump!" and uh, and I was just gonna hope that uh, I was gonna not break all my legs. And um, uh, then I saw you guys flag you down. Uh, do you mind giving me a lift real quick? Uh, I think they're coming. I mean, um, I oh, I was just gonna <laughs> oh, say what I'm sorry, Darian. Oh, Zippy, I'm sorry. Oh. After you, Zippy. Zippy. No, not a, I mean, I, I, I mean. Personally, oh, take your time, take your time. I don't mind, I don't mind. I mean, personally, I don't see a difference between him and us. I mean, I I think in some situations we might do the same thing. We're adventurous, after all. I just want to double check. What what 
is this place you're robbing? This is a rather tall tower. Um, what are you robbing right now? Oh, gold. Like from what is this? What is this building? Oh, it's it's literally just like a huge tavern. It's it's just like lots of layers of like it's like a pit stop. It's it's like a mini kind of town in here. It's just for people who are gonna cross into the cold part. So I thought you know lots of travelers, uh, good for looting, and I stole from a lot of them, and I can hear they're angry. Is this like the border <laughs> patrol? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much border control. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, Peterson's gonna climb up. But on also, deck. there's like restaurants and stuff. Yeah. The P- Peterson's gonna climb up on deck and kind of hear what's going on, uh, just to establish that he is there. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, I want to do a quick insight to make sure I believe him as to what this building actually is, because I also don't want to burn any bridges if this is actually a good resource. <laughs> okay. Um, insight. Uh, that's actually a 19. That's a 14 plus five. Um, yeah, you can tell that he is telling the truth on what this place is. It is kind of like a pit stop, giant tavern, if you will. Um, yeah, it's like a mega mall kind of in an up tower. Yeah. Uh, I, I just feel like, I just feel like by picking this guy up. That, I mean, our ship is noticeable enough that word will get around that we might be in coots with a guy who's stealing from some good people. Yeah, we got a lot of signage. Guys, <laughs> so. literally, um, you could just dig me and then drop me on the ground. <laughs> it's just more of a, 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 like a vertical thing is my issue. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like the, an accessory uh, to robbery kind of thing. Um, I, I have a magic carpet. How about I just lower you down to the ground and just let you do your own thing? But it shouldn't look like we're kind of involved in any sense. I mean, I'm like, I, I, beggars can't be, uh, thieves can't be. You got to give us what? some of your gold, though. Yeah, you got two bags, right? <laughs> you could probably leave one. All right. I, he's stepping on the ledge. He's like, I'm going to jump. <laughs> I'm going <gonna> to huh? jump. <laughs> All right, good oh luck. boy! Actually, I'm gonna I want to watch this one play out. Good luck. And Darren's just gonna sit down at the edge of the ship and just watch him get ready to jump. Oh yeah, here we go. You're really gonna watch me do this? Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Look, I've been pretty oh. bored on this ship for a while. Look. I'm ready to Whoa. see this play out. Tall My one foot's off the edge. Tall one. If he Whoa. falls, get your fox to catch one of those bags. Whoa. Um. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, <laughs> the plot. My lady, I'm not bags, no matter what. Whoa, need <laughs> yeah, them for your humanity. Toss oh, the bags first. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I might do it. <laughs> yep. And he steps down. And he's like, guys, I'm not good at doing that. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'll take the carpet. How much gold? Just one of your bags. Okay, fine. Here. And he throws one. Great. All right, I see you later. And then I. What? <laughs> no, I give him. I give him my magic carpet and uh, uh, I tell the magic carpet to help him get down. But I, it, it's like inconspicuous. Like the magic carpet leaves from one of the windows and then comes around the ship and helps him out. The magic carpet unfurls from your back because uh, it's usually like rolled up there. And it stands before you. Say the command word. Alakazam, go around the window, be hidden. <laughs> it's quite and the it, command it, word. Like, bows. It bows with its corner. And then it, like, starts slinking itself, like, bending and compressing, like, it's sneaking. <laughs> and then it, like, puts itself up against the glass, and it slowly goes, like, around and <laughs> out the window. 
And then uh, it goes beneath um, the guy on the ledge. And he's like, all right, now I'm really going to jump. Thanks, guys. And he jumps on the carpet and down he goes. Um, What's in the bag? In the the meantime, I get the ship to start going uh, kind of forward. And then I whistle. And once the guy's at the bottom, like the carpet kind of discreetly comes following the ship. That makes sense. Yeah. I want to keep an eye out to see if we, like, as we're kind of cruising away and the guy's running away on the ground, if we see guards come to the top. Sure. You guys... And if they do want to yell something. You guys are flying away. And you see, um, uh, Darian, you see on the ground, the carpet has landed the person and the carpet's starting to come back. And the person you can see is just kind of, like, waving and running into some nearby woods. <laughs> waving. Uh, and you see at the top of the tower... Uh, there are, like, just a mix of guards and pedestrians who get to the top, and they're just, like, looking around, like, confused, and, and they see you guys, and they're, like, waving, and they're, like, like raising their arms, and they're, like, waving at you. Um, are they in earshot? Uh, if you use something like thaumaturgy, yeah. Oh, uh, does anybody got thaumaturgy? No. I heard a rumor that one of the three great treasure hunters from... Aurum used to have that spell. I'm going to wave and gesture like I'm, I'm directing them, and I'm going to point down to the forest where we saw the guy run away. Roll performance check. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. He went that way. Ah, uh, that's a two plus th- uh, one, so that's a three. You're lucky. You're trying to, <laughs> You're trying to signal to them, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Down in the like down in the trees. The 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 big tall like poofy thing. The the trees. He ran. He ran away. Ran over there. It's over there. What? No. Down. He's and they they can't hear you. The the communication is barred. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys. Fly away. Um, Anything in the bag? Uh, yeah, you open the bag, and you see there is only 250 gold. Nah, not what? worth it. What? Barely worth the, worth the fuel to pick him up. Oh, yeah. Let's just make that some team gold. Sweet. I give it to Darian. Here you go, Tarawan. one. Thank you. And you guys... Go flying away. Um, it's starting as you pass through the cold line just in front of the, or south oh, of the tower. I, I would like to say, like, from my previous, like, check, I I to- informed Zippy of, of, like, what the cold line would do to the ship. And so, I, so he's prepared to kind of, like, bring the ship down before we fully hit it so we don't okay, crash sure. land. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and Zippy, you do that? I don't think the elements can get in the way of our spirit, so I go high into the sky. I knew it. quickly realize that that's a mistake and go really low to the ground. Real low. And you start flying lower and lower, and you're above the trees, kind of, just like slightly above the trees of the woods that you're flying over, and you feel the temperature is dropping somewhat rapidly. And as you fly for another hour and two, 
you notice that there's starting to be snow on the tops of these trees uh, and snowflakes are dropping from the sky and you see that it's getting harder and harder to see as the snow comes in and in and in and uh, Zippy you take the the right turn towards Mana Snow and you're crossing the ice walk which is just this open plain no tree in sight just open but the snow is extremely heavy it's starting to be somewhat blizzarding you all have your fur coats and stuff on but it still feels somewhat cold but you know you're you're good um and you keep flying and you're probably all huddled in the cockpit now for warmth uh and you're flying through the blizzard everybody make a perception check Ooh. Uh, that's an 18. 14 13 plus 5. Mine is an 8. Sorry, uh, what did you get, Connor? 18. And Peterson? 14. Okay. Peterson and Darian, you notice that Pepper, the hawk fox, is kind of looking around and is a little bit kind of worried, and they seem to, like, hide underneath one of the the drawers in the cockpit and and they're just kind of like cowering in there and Darian you notice when you look out the window that you know it's it's all snowy but you you take you open the door and you just take a glance out and you see there's like it's just gray all around you but there's a darker gray spot on your left that is getting bigger and bigger uh, fellas? Yes, Tom. What is that? I pulled down my mask. Peterson, mask comes down. The snow, whoo, gone. Ethereal plane. And you look over, and you see the gray mass is a mammoth. A giant mammoth. And it's, like, running towards the ship. Like, it's gonna rampage and just run right through it. Well, first I'll say, Mammoth, there's a giant woolly mammoth up ahead. Pull up. Uh, I veer to the left. So you're flying straight. It's coming from the left. You want to turn left? Is there a way to... Am I at full speed right now? Uh, You could go a little faster. I can try to go a little faster. Yeah, or you could, like, you know, drop one of the pills in for an extra boost, like Ace I've told you before, like, stuff like that. You have options. I pop one of my ammo pills. (laughs) <laughs> the ones that I've been keeping on on me mm-hmm. since the beginning, yeah. Uh, that the foundation, and then I go full speed. Do you want me to drop one of the pills? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you want to enter like a new ra- realm in a video game, and it's like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> All right, and I I grab onto the railing and brace myself. I, pa- I pass my pills. I throw a pill to Darian into Peterson, and I and I say, "He, if any of you have any he- ways to heat up the engines down below, go as go now as fast as you can. We need to go as quick as possible." Of course. I think we may be in dun, dun, a mammoth herd. <laughs> of course. Westboro. I don't know. I'm just. I see. I. I said. I heard there's one outside. So I. I'm expecting more. But we need to go quick. So if you have any fire spells or anything, just heat up those engines down below. Keep us 
from freezing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up here just because I feel like I'm the only one that has good vision up here in the snow. Okay. Zip heating up the at. heating up the engines is gonna be one of those boosters for the air elementals. That's the all we got. The is coming. It's almost upon us. I will say you don't necessarily know that. <laughs> hmm? Then we'll just oh, have true. to believe. Zip. Take your pills, gentlemen, and just hold on. I Ugh. increase the speed. Oh boy! We continue and on our trajectory. Darian Zippy took a pill. pill. Yeah, I pop it too. Darian took the pill. Me too. I took a bill, pill in Ibiza. <laughs> uh, Peterson, do you take Ibiza. the pill? Yeah, I pop it. You slide it under your mask. Zippy, you eat the pill, and are you going to grab the wheel and try and steer as best you can? Well, I can grip it speed. hard. Okay. Peterson, you're going to be a lookout? Yeah. And Darian, what are you going to do? I'm going to go down to kind of all the basic, like, ship like where all the mechanisms kind of like live for the engine and just kind of like make sure everything's in like full working order so we can go as best we can without whatever that booster is for the air elementals. Sure. You run down Darien and you see there's, there's some ice forming on all the pipes down there. Um, but they're still going along like, okay, but you can tell like they're struggling or there's more pressure and it's more difficult for them to work. Um, Peterson, roll a perception. Okay. And Zippy, roll athletics with advantage. Also, you, Peterson, with advantage. Okay. And while they're doing that, Darian, what would you like to do? Uh, as long as I can see all the pipes and everything working okay, um, I'm not going to do anything at the moment, but just kind of using some of the tools that Aesop left me, I'm just going to keep, you know, tweaking knobs and and tightening pipes and just making sure, like... Nothing bursts or like whatever whatever needs to be done on that engine from the training I got from him uh, gets yep. done. I'm gonna say roll a survival check because okay. you're trying to keep the ship survive surviving <laughs> and the wisdom of of what you learned from Aesop. So Peterson, what'd you get? Twenty two. Uh, Zippy, what'd you get? Fourteen. Darian, what'd you get? Uh, I got a nine plus five, so also a fourteen. Got it. All right, Peterson. With your heightened abilities, as soon as you pop this pill, you notice something else is around you. You have a sense. You go outside onto the front deck, and you look to the left, and you see the mammoth is coming through your mask. And you look behind, and you see there is another giant mammoth running behind you. Uh, You coordinate this and yell to Zippy. What do you yell? You are right, Westboro. Another approaches from behind. Okay, can I do something, DM? Go for it. Okay, I I cast plant growth. I keep the 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 um, the steering wheel in place that it is, and also the kind of speed lever that I imagine is in place. And I put the plants and lock it into place. I grow it from the wood that is on the floor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get the plants to uh, to stay kind of locked in on those the wheels placement as well as the levers placement. You do it. It grows from the board and pushes the lever forward uh, and locks it. You are holding on to the wheel and you hear this information. How do you want to fly it? Uh, the, the, the direction that uh, I, was, I was headed. Okay. You 
feel the speed start to increase. Darian, you below see one of the pipes is starting to shake and become a little loose. And you can see the bolt around it is like slowly un- un- unscrewing itself. But you go in there with some wrenches and you just like grab it and yank it down to keep it in place. And you can feel it locking and the speed is increasing. And this mammoth is coming closer and closer. And you're like, oh! And the mammoth just, its tusk just misses the back of the ship. And the mammoth behind you collides with it. And you hear a crack! And the mammoth that was going on the side gets like just kind of not impaled but like slammed from the other one and it falls on its side and you see a snow just like like sandstorm or a snowstorm just wall like rushes over you as the snow kind of like piles on top even more from the mammoth just sliding across the ground and as that happens peterson you look around and you see there are more mammoths just coming in from the sides looking like they're just all trying to collide with each other it's like a mammoth fight And you're in the middle of it. So just to confirm, because you said our ship is flying above the tree line. Are the mammoths above us in terms of their height? Or are we at like at tusk level? You're at like just below their eye level. They're pretty big mammoths. Holy mammoth. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. You see these giant mammoths are just going at it. Zippy, you're still going straight. You see two coming, and it looks like they're gonna just clash with tusks right in front of you. Are you gonna just keep going straight? Alright, I uh, put on my parka, and I put on my parka, and then I cast uh, Speak with Plants. <laughs> okay. You, you see, Wait, what? <laughs> I put on my parka, and I cast Speak with Plants. Is that a spell you have? I, I, yeah, it's a spell I have, and I already, I already cast... Um, uh, plant growth, right? Okay, yeah, to, yeah. Sorry, I was just making sure you had that spell. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yes, yeah, sp- speak with plants. And I tell them, listen to me. If I tell you go left, you go left. You go right, you go right. And um, and for now, just keep, uh, plant, you keep the speed going. And wheel, plant, you just, you, you make us go right. Speed, right. <laughs> then you hear, the, you hear the plants are just saying that to you. Uh, very simplistic, and you see the wheel is starting to turn, and it's going right. And but in the meantime, in the mean, uh, at the same time, I do that. I just want to say that I, because I, I put on my parka, I leave the captain's quarters and I go towards the the elementals and the balloons outside. And it's probably like a raging storm, right? It is. It is. It, the snow is just coming in. It's a blizzard. You can't really even see the mammoths, but you can hear them like clashing in the distance now. Do I have like a mental connection with these plants because it's like a concentration uh, spell in a sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can have the mental connection with it. it uh, as long as the timer says it should be good. I think it's a, win- a one minute. It's a ten minutes. And it's ten actually minutes. it's a transmutation, so I don't think it's actually a concentration. Okay, so yeah, you do have this connection. You can speak with them. So if I left the quarters, could I still tell them left or right or things like that? Uh, if you left the door open and yelled, yeah. Okay. I'll leave the door open. Is Pe- Peterson's in the captain's quarters as well? No, Peterson's on the deck looking around through his mask. And Darian's okay. below deck. I, I head towards the uh, the uh, wind elementals. My mats aren't doing their best already. Okay, you which left left or right? Left. Left balloon. And, and what would you like to do? Uh, I want to um, use uh, enhance ability on them. Okay. 
Uh, so I, will you allow me to like, can I put my hands, even though, because I know they're in the balloon, if I put my hands in the balloon, can I allow myself to kind of impact them through that? Yep. You put your hand on the balloon and on the other side, you can feel just raging wind as it like a wind elemental's hand is pushing against yours. Like you're touching through the glass. Uh, Please do your best, please. And then uh, I cast uh, Fox's Cunning, which is an advantage on, like, intelligence checks. But if you allow me, DM, can you just allow it to maybe give them a little more a little more oomph to their already wind power that they have inside? For sure. For sure. So the wind power they have inside is increased. And you can feel the volume of the balloon expanding as, as the, the leather hide of it is just, like, blowing up even a little bit further. And you can feel... The pressure, as you like when you put your hand, it sunk in a little bit, but now you can feel it's resisting as it's filling up. Peterson, make a perception check. Okay. Is this still with advantage or is the pill worn off? Still with advantage. Uh, Darian, I want you uh, to make uh, another survival check as uh, the pipes are now starting to shake even more from Zippy's increased pressure on it. Uh, but make it with advantage as well. Uh, that's an 11 on survival, 6 plus 5. Okay, the the pipes are starting to rattle, and there seems to oh, be too many for you to handle. I'm sorry. Oh, what would you, you like to do? Sorry, you said uh, advantage. I'm going to reroll that. Uh, oh. not, not a lot better. That's 12. <laughs> Dang it. Same thing as before. A lot of pipes are rattling. A lot of things are becoming looser, and some pipes are bursting with steam coming out the side, and it's becoming like frost on another pipe. Um. Uh, but yeah, you can see it's it's getting harder to handle, but you're still kind of keeping it together. Um, Peterson, what'd you roll? Nineteen. Peterson, you see as you're veering right, just before these mammoths clash, you see a different figure, not a mammoth, but a giant, and they're wearing this huge, like just kind of patchwork of of furs and stuff. It, it's this complete... It, they're big. They're as big as these mammoths. Uh, like, basically the same height. And you can see they're wearing, like, a, a big winter hat with a bonbon on top. Like, you know, the classic, just kind of <laughs> South Park-style hat. So cute. And and they're just in there. And you can see he's grabbing uh, a mammoth by the tusk and just, like, flipping them over onto the ground. It's like he's wrestling with them. But you saw that just as these two closed the gap and the two of them slam together as you're coming up to the side of the right one and you're going along the side and you can see it's fur right next to you and you just feel the wind blow in your face as the two mammoths clash their tusks. Uh, but you're going along the side of it and it's still starting to turn, like it's still veering right. Uh, but you're kind of like sideways with it. Does it look like we're going to like collide with it when it turns? No, not anymore. You're running along the side of the mammoth, uh, and you're going that way. Uh, anything anybody would like to do? Well, I want to move over to the to the right balloon. Okay, you move over to the right balloon. Same thing? You want to cast the enhance? Same thing. I want to cast enhance ability. You do so, and and as the balloon is expanding just like the left, the pipes down below are expanding even more. Uh, Daring make another survival check with advantage. Uh, Peterson, what did you say you want to do? Um, while, while he does that, can, I, can Peterson discern if the giant is the one causing this rampage or if 
Like, can he discern what the cause of this is if it's related to the giant? Uh, roll a history check. Hmm. Okay. Uh, is this with advantage? Uh, no. Okay, 17. You, when you were in the wizard's tower uh, being trained uh, to use magic and things, uh, you remember just with like some conjuration spells and, and with some specific animal conjurations that some animals will kind of fight every now and then or somewhat an- semi-annually to see who becomes kind of the king of the herd. And you think maybe this could be something similar to that. It's like a fight for power. Maybe. Okay. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, so you think maybe it's more natural and not caused by the giant. Okay. Uh, but that could be completely wrong. <laughs> um, uh, Darian, what'd you get? So I, uh, I have a 17, uh, which was, you know, the, well, a good bit better than the previous roll. So the way I kind of imagine Darian is he's still going through and, you know, tightening bolts and, and kind of like wiping off pipes to try and get, break, you know, breaks on the freezing off and kind of in like a, a stress just like smacks the whole thing with the wrench and just kind of looks at it. With this final smack of the wrench, you see all of everything that is just, like, jumbling and shaking kind of locks into place. <laughs> and, and you're like, that worked? And, and you see uh, that the speed, you can feel it, and you kind of, like, stumble back as you feel like the speed has just increased tremendously, and you're going very fast. Um uh, Zippy and Peterson on the top deck, you actually have to hold on to the rails because you feel as soon as he hit the wrench and the s- two balloons both got enhanced power, uh, it just went like, whew, like the, the nitrous was hit. Uh, and it's going. So after I see that everything's kind of locked back into place and that it looks like it's probably going to be good for the next little bit, I want to run back to the top deck and just kind of see what's going on and if I can help there. Okay, you run back up. You see Zippy's like doing the the hand to hand like that like Michelangelo like God and man painting to the to the balloon, and uh, Peterson is just looking around through his mask and it looks like he probably couldn't see anything through the mask but you know it's still working. What would all of you like to do? You're still kind of veering right as the nitrous is going. I'm gonna. You're kind of I, doing uh, like a full circle. <laughs> I. Uh... Try to get back into the radius where I can uh, still, you know, talk back to, to my plants, and I uh, try to make my way back to the captain's quarters. Can I do that, DM? Yep, you make your way back. And then I uh, communicate to them to um, return to our previous trajectory that they started in. Big word. No. Understand. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um... Please, just just go that way. And it's the way that, obviously, I know which is <laughs> the way to the bottom snow. That. That. Way. And you see the wheels turning, and as they correct it, the basically, you're doing kind of like a half circle, and when you get to the half circle part, you're just passing the butt of the mammoth, and they kind of crank the wheel, and it kind of in mid-air, and the, the lever... Uh, one that's controlling the speed, like, cuts it, and you guys, like, kind of mid-air drift 
and then they punch the gas again, and you guys go flying past just the butt of this mammoth to your left as you make your way beside it. You see a mammoth, though, is now coming at you head on, and you can see to your left. Well, you can't really see it. You know Peterson is could describe it to you. But there's a mammoth coming to you head on, and there's a giant kind of wrestling uh, mammoths to your left now as you passed the butt. Okay, can I do something? Yep. Okay, so first off, is there a mast on this ship that goes above the glass dome? Uh, not as high as it, but it, like, goes up slightly. It's It, like, pokes forward, yeah. Okay, okay, don't worry about that. I'm just gonna... If I can, I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna say, Mammoth dead ahead, pull up, Westboro. And I'm gonna shoot a fireball at the Mammoth ahead of us. Okay. Sweet. Uh, it's a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, they're not gonna save. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big target. Okay. Uh, roll damage, though. And Zippy, are you going to pull up? I pull up, but I trust Darian is going to is going to keep our ship really, really good in the engineering department. Darian, are you going to do anything? Uh, seeing what we're about to do, because I came up to kind of help assess the situation, and seeing how it's progressing, I'm... I'm <laughs> basically, as the ship starts to tip, like, slide down the ship... And kind of go back down and make sure everything's still, like, working. <laughs> you basically went upstairs and you're like, everybody good? And they're like, no. And you're like, okay. And you, <laughs> you went back down. Uh, you see the mammoth is coming towards you. Peterson, on the deck of the ship, you hold your staff out, your wooden staff. And a ball of fire starts building on the end of it. And Zippy, you can see now... You can see the the mammoth from the flame. It like it's producing light that's kind of piercing through, and you can see. Oh yeah, that's clearly more mammoth-like than just a gray mass. And you and you see the fireball just goes shooting into the snow. And you're holding basically the altitude lever. There's one plant on the steering wheel, and there's one plant on the throttle. And you are climbing. Uh, make a, an athletics check with advantage. Oh, and Seth, mine, I rolled, uh, listening before I forget it, 27. Okay, perfect. Okay. Uh, 13. You see the fireball shoots out, uh, and as soon as it does, you pull up, and you can see the fireball is slowly starting to become beneath you, but it's going straight forward until it smacks the, the mammoth in the face, and it's starts to singe and it like starts shaking its, its head as it still just keeps blindly running forward um, and it goes closer and closer and you're pulling up and up and you don't pull hard enough and the bottom of the ship smacks the forehead of the mammoth slightly and you feel a bump and the ship shakes and Peterson make an athletics uh, or sorry make a dexterity saving throw uh, okay. Ah! Eleven. Uh-oh. Peterson, you go flying off the top of the deck as it just kind of slams onto the head of this mammoth slightly. The ship is still intact, but you just bump it, and the bump sends you into the air as you were in the middle of the deck casting this spell. And you're flying with your mask on, 
and you can see everything around you and you're like somersaulting through the air and you're starting to fall and you see that the ship has gone further than where you're falling and you see the ship is leaving you as you're getting further and further away and now it's above you as <laughs> and far away as you're falling through the snow and you th- close your eyes as you think you're going to die. Peterson, what are your last thoughts? <laughs> uh, uh, can I... Can I... <laughs> no way! <laughs> no way! Can I cast something? Sure, if you got something. I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm going to cast Conjure Animals, and I'm going to summon a giant owl to catch me. Okay, what's the casting time on that? Don't worry about it, man. It would be... (laughs) uh, Okay, let me see. It's one action. It's uh, It's six seconds. Six seconds, yeah. Yeah, sorry, it it is instantaneous, right? Okay. You're falling, and you see the ship, and you're like... I'm going to die. Oh, wait! Giant <laughs> owl! And then a giant owl appears beneath you, and you land on its back. Uh, but it's it's not great at flying <laughs> with your weight on it in the middle of a snowstorm, which is not the giant owl climate that we're used to. But it softens, and you're kind of, like, gliding down on this owl as it's been like, I'm born! Oh, my back! And then, like, falling. Uh, but you're 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 gliding through, and you're not like gonna die from from height basically. And you're gliding through, and and you're you see the mammoth beneath you has completely run by, and you're kind of gliding as the airship is going further and further away. And then beneath you, as you're getting closer to the trees, you turn around and you see a giant arm and hand comes beneath and scoops you and the owl up and is like jogging and you're in the hand of this giant and they're wearing um kind of like a a mask around their mouth like a scarf they they have a scarf wrapped around their head so it's like a mask Uh, and they look at you and you can see their eyes are kind of like happy eyes like like nice guy eyes and you see they're just jogging after the the airship with you in their hand. Zippy and Darian, <laughs> Zippy, uh, you s- are pulling up and you s- see that uh, Peterson is no longer where he was a second ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what would you like to do, if anything? I have a third character. Don't worry, guys. Where did Peterson go? Oh, it doesn't matter. We got to keep... We gotta keep flying the monasto. I'm below deck, so like I still don't wow. know what happened from the collision. And you've kind of <laughs> hit your head on a pipe from the bump, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, but as you pull up, Darian below, you see the pipes are starting to freeze over even more and more as you kept climbing and climbing. Do you want to keep climbing, Zippy? Um, no, I I I want to level up. I level out right now because okay. if I keep climbing, it's just gonna be more work for Darian. You level out uh and and darren you can see it's still kind of frosty but it's it's manageable somewhat and you're still flying uh forward and you're like well cut our losses peterson's dead and then you see a face comes next to the side of the airship and they're like hello hi 
and you can see they hold up Peterson, who's in the palm of their hand, and they're like running beside your ship. Um, having heard of this giant voice, uh, and seeing that things have kind of settled for the moment, Darian's going to run back to the top deck. You run to the top deck, and you see the face of this frost giant. They've pulled down their uh, scarf, and you can see they have this giant Tom Selleck-style mustache. Um, and Peterson's <laughs> in their hand, and he's like, Hello! Oh. Help me! Um, Help me! <laughs> what ha- What happened? What happened? Uh, hel- hello? Can uh, we have our friend back? All right, yeah, but it's kind of dangerous. Oh, and he like trips, and and you can see, you can see just beneath you because you kind of leveled out that there was a mammoth like that just kind of like hit him in the side, and his arm knocks into the airship, and you kind of go spinning. Um, uh, Darian, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy! Don't worry, I'm good at those. Yeah, I'm good at those. That's seventeen plus six. Okay. So 23. You see this happening, and you do, you're not near a railing, but you take your switch sword, and you just stab it into the deck for security. And the ship goes spinning, and then, like, levels out. But you can see beneath you, uh, the giant, like, fell on his face. But he's still, like, holding Peterson. You're still fine in the palm of his hand. Wow. And you can see he basically tripped over the, the side of this mammoth, kind of. And then he, like, pushes the mammoth down. He's like, get off of me! All right, guys! And he's, like, running after you guys again. Uh, Zippy, slow the ship down. Okay, plants, slow it down. Slow. And they slowly ease off the throttle, and you come to, like, a smooth gliding pace. And he comes up to you guys, and he just pours Peterson onto the deck with the owl. Um, and he's just like, oh. Whoa! Guys, fly fast! It's a cool bird! Whoa! Thank you. What, um... What what are you doing out here? Peterson, what what happened? I was thrown off in uh, an altercation with a mammoth, and uh, in my attempts to escape, this giant caught me and saved my life. Thank you, giant. I owe you a great debt. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All good. Yeah. I guess that's what okay. they mean Ooh. when they say you could use a hand. No, I can't say that. Never mind. That's I got that. Ha 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 ha. That's uh, pretty good, I guess. I just um. I guess that's a high five. Sorry, I'm gonna stop now. I guess um, your friendly giant. Were you one of those BFGs I've heard of? Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty, I'm friendly, yeah, I'm from Man of Snow, um, and yeah, I'm a friendly giant, I saw you guys flying, not many people should be flying around here, especially in mammoth fight season. Uh, it's There's getting, a mammoth fight season? Well, it's like, it's like, I don't know if you've watched it on TV or something, it's pretty cool, it's, it's like a hobby, basically the mammoths fight, you know, for... Uh, whatever. I tried to become the leader of the mammoth. I don't want to talk about it. You caught me at an embarrassing time, man. Real, <laughs> real embarrassing. But, um... What are you I'm guys doing? So We're heading to Monosnow. 
We are uh, in- investigating a few things. Looking oh. for some answers. Okay, well... I'm kind of done here, so... Uh, you want me to lead you there, or like... Uh, yeah, you said you're from Monosnow? Y- yeah, more or, more or less, yeah. Uh, what's and the by more or less, less, I mean, yeah, I'm there. I'm like, I li- yeah, I live there. I live on the outskirts, kind of. The town's too small for me to, like, live, live in, but, like, I live outside. Oh, so it's not all giants. You're no, just... no, no, like that, man, all that. I'd like that, but, like, um, no, it's not like that. Okay, yeah. It's then... like you size. Okay, good. Um, great. What, what's your name? Uh, my name? Uh, well, I don't want to tell you my, f- like, I don't know if you could pronounce it, but, like, it's short. It's I shortened it to Harry. <laughs> could you, I, could you try and you know speak speak it out to me? Uh, yeah. It what? Well, it's less about pronouncing, more just length. It's like my name's Harry Hellbronger Clem Arthur. Since oh, are you able to say that again? Harry Hellbronger Clem Arthur. Since okay, great. Um. Well, yeah, if you could lead us there, that would be awesome. Okay, yeah. Sorry, catching my breath. Whoa! Getting old. Okay, um... (laughs) You want to, like, toss a rope over the edge so I can, like, pull you like a balloon? I think we're fine just to to follow behind you. Alright. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, uh, little, uh... Is that a figurine or is that a real bunny? He's very much real. Um, he's a Lapine. It's, it's a kind of another thing. It's not like a regular rabbit, if that's what you're thinking of. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's hard I, to tell can, what's I like. Can hear this. Yeah, you can, can hear, hear this. this conversation, even though I'm in the cabin's deck. You could probably hear Darian muffled, but you, well, the door is open. You left the door open, so yeah, you can. I pe- I peek my head out the door. You look fake to me. Yeah. What? Oh, me. Well, I did get a nose job recently. Just because people are different doesn't mean doesn't mean that you should think that we're not real people. That's why that's why none of us bother to leave the bramble patch. Oh, this is silly. Okay, uh, it's like dollhouse, man. It's it, it perspective. Anyways, man of snow. Yeah, please. I think we're done with this storm. All right, and that's. Where we're going to take a break. Hello, everybody. Very sick Seth here. Uh, doing a little quick mid-roll announcement for you all just to keep you updated on what's going on. First off, I just want to say uh, thank you to all the listeners and fans. It's been crazy, our growth over this past year and a little bit. Uh, and you know, just we, as you could see, we got new Peterson art. We're always trying to do more stuff. There's going to be new lore coming out that will actually be available for fans. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that when we have more news. Uh, the campaign guide is just about done. It's, it's a great time to be a cheapskate. Anyways, um, I just want to keep you updated on where to find us. Of course, Twitter, Facebook, at Cheaper Dungeon, Cheaper by the Dungeon, Instagram, just search it up. You'll find us. And uh, also, I want to ask, pretty please, for me, rate us on iTunes. Five stars only. 
We've gotten a lot actually over the little recent while, and we really appreciate it. It really does help the show grow and become more noticeable to other people, uh, and it it's a really big help. Uh, in other news, uh, I just want to give a special shout out to Jacob Goudreau, who does a lot of our custom tracks, specifically the one you just heard uh, when Peterson was falling off the airship. That is Peterson's specific theme. He makes specific character themes for all the guys, and uh, and it's awesome. And we just wanted to say, Jacob, if you're listening, thank you. And everybody else, say thank you to him too. I'm waiting. Say it into your car radio. It's like a Dora the Explorer episode. Um, and other other than that, uh, let me check the calendar. Uh, it is November 5th is the next episode. That's when that's coming out. Man, we are getting closer and closer to another musical Christmas episode. Huh. Man, get ready for that. Uh, but yeah, November 5th, next episode. And enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, it's got some fun stuff in it. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, so, like, uh, some people call it the Mammoth Bowl. Some people call it, like, Super Mammoth Fight Club. Uh, some people call it, I don't know, just regular Mammoth Rampage. Uh, but, like, if I had to put my money, I'd say, like, either Krampus or Einhard are the top two mammoths. But it's hard to say this season. Um, How are people supposed to watch the event? It's so hard with all this snowstorm going everywhere. Well, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> it's, it's I am the only one that watches the event. But I tell people about it. I'm, like, the radio broadcaster that people can listen on their cars. Is there a certain mammoth that's doing really well right now? Uh, yeah, actually, the up-and-comer, uh, uh, Lightfoot is actually really rising through the ranks. Um... Can I meet him sometime or her? Yeah, you can see them, yeah. We can, we can go back there sometime and, like, go and, ch- like, chill. But I probably not now, because they're right in, like, the preseason. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, oh, look! Hey, guys! There's Man of Snow, by the way. You can see it in the distance. The snow is starting to fall less. And he's right. Uh, you're out of kind of the ice walk core where it's like always blizzarding. And the snow is just gently falling now. And the visibility is opening up. And you can see way off in the distance, there's a little town and some, some smokestacks rising from it from fires of houses and their chimneys and little trees here and there. But he's like, hey, guys, so here we are. Um... So, uh, got any big plans here? Are you just passing through or, like, maybe staying a long time? We have, we have some adventure business here, is what we're meaning to do. It's, it's, not, it's kind of like hey, a... Hey, adventure, little... I, I like to, well, I don't like to adventure, but that's cool. We had adventurers here, like, all the time, kind of. Who was your most recent adventurer? Hmm. Um, a guy named Marco? But, uh, I think he died. Who was your biggest adventurer to ever come here? Oh, hands down, Marco. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's Felix. Felix, number one greeter. You heard? You heard of man? No, I I didn't know that. Oh, he was here recently? Uh, like eight months ago-ish, nine months now. He was here, like, this year. It's pretty crazy. He's a super cool guy. Oh, really? You must have met him on, on his way in here. Yeah, he, like, came in and left. And... Oh, very, very, very cool. Oh, he left already, eh? Yeah, he went down into, like, the more mountainous areas, like, down south. Even further south? Oh, my goodness. He was very adventurous indeed. 
Yeah, probably like checking out the red lights or I don't really know what is down there, but he didn't really talk about it. He just said, like, who can guide me or like, is there any like secret paths and stuff like that? Who who did he meet with first so we can get just as good advice as he did? Like a, oh. a motel or a hotel? You want to or... meet like the people in the town that can help? Well, that he went to first. Like, he must have had an idea of where to stop first, right? You must have seen, I don't know, heard of something or even guided him there. Yeah, well, yeah. Seamus is the one who who did that. And, um, actually... Uh, yeah, Seamus is his name, yeah. He's like a mountain guide. And, uh, also, it's really convenient that you're wanting to learn more about the town. Because, like, I didn't want to tell you this a little too early. Because some people get weirded out and scared. But I'm actually a greeter. Um, and I'm a part of the Greeters Guild here, so, uh, actually, I could just really quickly introduce you to everybody, if that's okay. So, sorry, you're, you're a, a Greeter, part of the Greeters Guild, not a Greeter. Yeah. Oh, greeters. no, no, not Greeter, no, what? That's so, cre- that's so different. No, I'm not that. Okay, okay, great. Greeter, like Walmart. Ah, oh, there's Walmarts here. Yeah, one. The only one in the whole world. It's how we build houses. Um, DM, can I, like, insight check? Part of me feels like this guy has more of a connection to Felix than I, than I think he's leading on. Sure, roll insight. Do you guys kind of, like, feel that too? Is that just me? I feel like he's trying to play up that, like, he, like, met Felix and was working with Felix but like honestly like saw him for like two seconds and was like I know but saying like he's part of the Greeters Guild is just like I don't know but I actually got a natural 20 on that one nice and uh, with my insight it is uh, 26 oh um he seems to be using it in this conversation as kind of a name drop it's like he's trying to sell Uh, the town to you so you might not be able to discern really if he is or isn't telling the truth about whether even Felix showed up to this town. Um, but you could tell that he definitely met him. Uh, I have nothing to say. Swift hand. Okay. Uh, or giant hand. Um, I believe the two things we need most are a place to rest our heads as well as a place where we can resupply after our travels. And then the last thing would be to talk to someone in charge who would know more about this Felix character that we are uh, interested in learning more about. Yeah, well, definitely. So, we're coming close to Mad Snow. And, like, as I said, there's lots of cool people there. And it's my job as the leader of the Greeters Guild to introduce you to, like, everybody. So I've kind of made a streamlined version of this through a musical song. Are you ready? Let's go! Man the snow always strives for perfection. All the shops have the correct permits. Just don't roll a very high perception. Oh, look, let's greet my good friend Fritz. Yeah, hello, I am Fritz the Barking. I feel to be until you can't see straight. Although this frozen food is not that cheap, it's sure to make that rabbit boy gain some weight. I am Selena and I'm in charge of potions. I could make that green elf skin turn blue. Oh, I want to see your blue. I really want to see one so bad. Oh, I 
Alright, forget about these clowns, let's go and greet more of the town. Here's a bird and he's always really happy. Here's a dog and he's always kind of sad. Whoa, this is Taylor! Taylor, say hi to our new friend! Okay. Everybody loves it here in Hi there, guys, it's me, your friend Valentine. I traveled a long way just for you. He traveled all this way. He traveled all just for you. I'm Seamus and I'm one of the mountain boys. This song is rough. Well, I've had enough. Can we get on with it, Tarwa? This song is too much. Nice to greet you and welcome to Madison. We're happy you're here, so we shall hooray! Every day is a new adventure, so we hope that you Okay, <laughs> thanks guys, you can go back, you can go back, we greeted them. Good job, hey, look at you. Alright, hey, good job everybody. So, uh, yeah, and everybody in the town that was like just piled into the center square of Mana Snow, where you are in now, uh, has gone back to their houses and about their daily business. Uh, and you can see Mana Snow's structure is kind of like Swedish European architecture, where it's like kind of like cottagey and, and things like that. Um... It seems like a little just kind of like ski lodge village. Uh, and everybody goes back into their houses. And you uh, are still basically with the giant, Harry. Uh, and he's kind of like looming over the cities, kind of. And not completely. He, he has parts where he can stand and he's allowed to stand. Uh, and he just looks at you guys and says, So that's everybody. Um, yeah, you said you wanted to do adventure stuff? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was a lot. That was quite the uh, greeting. Yeah. Yeah, well, here <laughs> at the Greeters Guild, we go all in. Also, how long has Valentine been here? Oh, he's been here for a while? I don't know. He comes and goes. Oh. Hey, guys! Hey! And you just see Valentine, like, waving from his horse-drawn oh, wagon. no, not this guy again. Hey, Valentine. Well, um... We'll we'll stop by in a bit. Who's the new kid? New customer? Salutations. My name is Peterson. It is a pleasure to meet you, Valentine. You look full of curses. He's a pretty he's a pretty chill goblin. Can I take the mask? Are you selling it? Are you willing to sell it? Uh, we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> okay, I'll wait my turn. I'm a patient man. I've been waiting for you. And uh, he like backs his, himself up into his I- like wagon. I turn towards Zippy. How, how the hell did he know we were here or coming here? He's a very tricky fellow. More tricky than I think either you and I even know. Apparently. I think, I don't know, he's like one of those NPCs that'll follow us until our journey's end. Or maybe he is our journey's end. Hmm. Ooh, love that. Anyway, um, let's uh, move on because that's what I like to do. Uh, so you said, sorry, that Felix had been working with uh, Seamus, who was kind of the mountain guide of the area, to help get him through some of the mountainous regions here? Yeah, he's over in this building, and he reaches his arm over, and he's like, this one! 
and he just points at a building and you can tell which one it is. And it just says, Seamus's Mountain Guides. Perfect. Uh, anyone else he had a, a decent amount of contact with while he was here? Who, Seamus? No, Felix. Oh, um, no, I don't think so. I wasn't watching him constantly. Okay. I'll say one thing well, to Westboro. We... Um, Westboro, while we're here, um, you said that you wanted to see if uh, not only, in, well, in addition to information, if you wanted to detect on some kind of magical essence that um, the grand, the first grand treasure, that ring, may have left behind that you can use to identify a future grand treasure. Maybe just a friendly reminder to keep your magical senses peeled, and I will do the same. Um, absolutely. I think we just need to find out where that uh, F- Felix may have stayed. I think that if he may, he's a very powerful fellow, and so I think that, I mean, if we find out where he stayed, there may be some clue. Mm. Yes, of course. Might be a good idea as well. We've got a bunch of this new crap we just looted that we need to get figured out. Do you think actually Valentine might be able to show us how to figure this stuff out? I- I think so. He might be a some help. He's always a good time for us. Um, D- uh, DM, are we still on the ship, by the way? Uh, no, you've been kind of actually like taken off it, and you were kind of introduced to the town on the floor. That didn't come can- through in the song, but that's what happened. Can I uh, possibly go back onto the ship just quickly, I think, to help us out more with this kind of Monaso situation and everything? I think... Uh, it would be right for me to take off of uh, off um, Normandy's ring there that he has with a connection to Felix. I think it may help us. Mm. Sure. Dude, that's such a good idea. Uh, you run back to the ship. That's okay with Darian and everyone? Yeah, that's fine. It's all right with me. You run back to the ship, and um, you slowly creak open Norman's room in in the crew quarters and you can just see him laying there um actually I'll ask Adam which hand did you have the ring on uh oh good question uh left hand middle finger all right on his crumpled hand or crumpled arm uh he has the ring there I hold up I touch his hand it's the first time I've actually touched him since he's been in this condition I look at his face, and I miss him. I th- I think to myself, and I actually say out loud, Soon, my friend. And then I take off the ring, and I walk towards the door, and I give one glance back. He looks very peaceful, actually. I close the door very slowly, and I join my friends. Okay. Wow. So, do you put on the ring at all, or no? I just put it in my pocket. Actually, okay. I'm. I think about throwing it out. Actually, now that <laughs> I've had that moment, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you rejoin the group. Rejoin the group. Uh, I I have the. I have it just in case. I have a few ideas, but we'll get to that. If he's just getting there, I'm just gonna say to. I'm gonna be saying to Darian. Um, actually. It might be prudent for us before we go in and hawk off our wares. I um, On the trip, I've been uh, studying and speaking with my ancestors and learning a new spell. And I, uh, I believe that I could identify some of the magical properties of the new items we have collected. 
Oh, perfect. Well, and it would and... just take some time. It would take about a minute per item. Okay. Well, I mean, we've only got a handful to go through here, so why don't we just uh, take a moment here and figure this out? Excellent. Okay. Which one would you like to appraise first? I will. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna pull down my mask so I'm seeing through it, and I'm gonna hold my staff in one hand. I guess I'm sitting against a, a building, and I'm just gonna sit cross-legged. I'm gonna just hold up my hand for Darian to to give me whatever thing he wants first. Okay, let me pull up the list here. We can make this kind of abbreviated. Um, by the way, it's gonna take you ten minutes per item. Unless you want to actually use a spell slot, but you can ritual cast identify. Um, so ritual casting doesn't use it, but it takes ten minutes to do. Um, but if you want to do the regular casting, it's one minute, and it uses a first level spell slot. Um. Well, do you know what? Yeah, I'll um, I leave it to you. Um, I can do it. <clears throat> I can do it. It will take more time to do it properly without exhausting myself if we have the time available to us. Well, it's still pretty early in the day. Let's not tap you too much. Um, uh, let me see here. Um, what were the items when we did detect magic? I think we did that before. Um, what items actually had a, a, a magical essence from them? I don't know if we'd have detect magic on our team now. I don't recall you casting which ones. Okay, yeah, um, Norman has. We're gonna that. say we got some of the tools from Norman, uh, and I'm gonna cast uh, detect magic with this wand. Okay, everybody's looting Norman now, disgracing well, look, the dead. All okay. the all the tools go back to the team. Okay, you know. We so can, you unload all your stuff. You unload all your stuff and start casting it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you notice there's magical stuff coming from, like, the potions, like the potions of healing, the alchemist fire, things like that, that you'd expect there to be magic on. Things you don't expect there to be magic on is, um, the robe of scintillating colors, uh, the ring with a red eye, uh, this golden mask that is shaped in kind of a royalty prince face, um, and also the, the, the sword with, uh, like, a white steel lining on the blade and the hilt. Okay, I hand all the ones that have... Not the goblet? Not the goblet. Ugh, I, uh, I was it's, sure. It's a regular goblet. Okay. I uh, I tossed the goblet to Zippy because he said he wanted it. Um, I then give all the all the items that had uh, a glow to them, like for the magical essence, to uh, to Peterson to go through. And I think that was what? That was what? Five, five six items? What was Four that? of them. Mask, ring, robe, sword. Okay, yeah. Then we'll do those. And nothing on the polished wood bracelet either, eh, Seth? Nope. I was was curious about that one. Okay, cool. Okay, so which one first? Uh, I toss you the uh, robe. Ah. The robe, okay. Suede, very nice. Egyptian silk, I mean. Okay, yeah, I take okay. the 10. Oh, by the way, this is just for listeners. This is the identify spell. Mm-hmm. So, the robe of scintillating colors. You cast it, and you find out this is a robe that has three charges. Uh, and it regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. While you wear this, clo- uh, this robe, uh, it would replace your cloak in this case. 
you can use an action and expend one charge to cause the garment to display a shifting pattern of dazzling hues until the end of your next turn. During this time, the robe sheds bright light in a 30-foot radius and a dim light for an additional 30 feet. Uh, creatures that can see you have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. In addition, any creature uh, in the bright light that can see you when the robe's power is activated must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become stunned until the effect ends. It's like a flashbang of a robe, kind of. Whoa. Okay, next up uh, is the soul-sucking ring uh, with the red eye. Basically... It's a cursed ring. Woo! Good for you for not putting it on. Uh, this ring, uh, basically, you can keep using it basically per day to regenerate health. It's like a constant health potion. However, every time you use it to restore your health, uh, your total max hit points go down by one. Oh. Ooh. Oh. And I wouldn't have told you that until you noticed it. <laughs> so it would have been cursed. So that's... Um, like permanently max hit points down. Permanent, yeah. Wow, we are sick. I'm not using that. We are chucking that. Where's oh, Where's Valentine? <laughs> um, what? Okay, sure. Um, okay, what's on the um? Just as a another kind of clarifying thing, we don't need to put this whole thing in, but like, so does that stun last for one round and then the glow continues after that, or does the stun last until the glow goes away? Uh, the stun lasts for the minute, like the flash kind of affects them for a minute, uh, and the glow is kind of like constant. But I imagine they can make a save. Well, they can, but like, okay. Wow, cool. It's pretty good. (sighs) That's a good robe. Okay, mask. So the golden princely face mask is actually a binding mask. Uh, specifically, uh, if you put on this mask, uh, you would have had to succeed on a very difficult, uh, saving through throw or else... The mask will fuse to your face. It's cursed. Uh, and day by day, for four days, you would have slowly had this mask basically replacing your own until the point where you became uh, an aboleth. So it would have been a slow transformation into this basically floaty tentacle horror monster. Um, and yeah, if you failed that DC saving throw, you would have it, it would have sealed your fate if you put it on. Holy um, crap! So it's mega cursed. So this is why you never put something on before identifying it. Ah, oh, dang it. I wanted you to put it on. <laughs> Could you imagine wow. Zippy slowly turning into a tentacle monster and he couldn't have done anything about oh, it? Gosh. Please, Just no. cut his face off. <laughs> um, cut his face off. I guess that works. Okay, uh, next up, uh, the sword. Um, it's called uh, the Ocean Wraith. Uh, it's basically a cursed sword that would have kept trying to pull you towards, uh, the ocean and drown you. <laughs> so, so, and it would have, like, glued to your hand, so it would like, kept pulling you. What the heck? Does it have crazy? any other kind of, like, ability to it? Yeah, like, it does a lot of water damage. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna use this, uh, but it gave you, like, an extra, like, 3d8 water damage, so it was, like, a beast. But, uh, it constantly was dragging you towards the sea. Is, You'd have to save oh, on a, a, a DC saving throw, though. Is it possible to take the magical effect of the water damage off of the sword and put it onto another weapon and then get rid of the curse portion of it? I can answer that. Oh, Valentine. Maybe. <laughs> 
All right. See you guys. That was my time. Bye. We just we know. We, we, okay. All right. Well, this ring. Um, interesting. It uh, it'll slowly uh, re- it'll quickly regenerate your health if you're injured and bleeding. Um, but over the long term, it slowly regen um slowly disintegrates your ability to stand and live. It'll slowly kill you. Um, but could be useful in a pinch. I hold it back out to Darian. All right. Might be worth. Might be more practical to be sold. Um, this mask. Don't touch it. Don't even. Don't put it on. Don't even touch the wearing side of it. It is strongly cursed. It uh, will turn you into an unrecognizable tentacled beast. Um, very dangerous stuff. Maybe useful for a mortal foe. I hand it back to uh, Darian. Oh, okay. And Darian, hearing all these curses, is kind of like you know, like using like two fingers to like hold the items, and is like, oh, like I, uh, uh, okay. Like he's got immediately more like unnerving. Um, this robe, um, interesting piece. It, uh, if you wear it, you can uh, choose to at will illuminate with it, and it will uh, light up the area around you and uh, stun your enemies, but also cause those who not caught in its immediate rays, but still looking at you, to have disadvantage on striking you. Um, very useful, um, for someone who isn't already wearing an enchanted cloak. It doesn't seem, uh, it doesn't seem to work well with other ones. Um, anyways, a nice feature, for sure. And I hand it over. Oh, thank you. And what was the last one? What was the first the one? The sword. That was the roof. Oh, um, this sword, um, definitely meant for a water creature, some kind of water warrior. It is, uh... It does a lot of water damage when you attack with it, but it belongs in the ocean, and anyone who wields it properly will be drawn there um, until they enter the depths. Here oh, you go. That could be dangerous. Okay, well, I think it's pretty clear. Um, I think our little uh, cursed curiosities collector might like this mask and ring. You said the sword can do some damage apart from kind of being cursed? Yes, it seems to uh, have a strong... There's a curse on it, but it seems to do uh, a heavy-handed water blow as well. Okay, well, maybe we can try and get the curse removed or move the extra damage onto another weapon that might be more useful. But this robe, this robe is a keeper, that's for sure. I think we can definitely find some, some uses for this one. If I may be so forthright, and forgive me for being overzealous on the matter, but I noticed that everyone else has a very nice cloak, and I'm just a simple shaman. I wonder if you would be generous enough that if I forfeit any other rights to any treasure we earned on this trip, if I could ascertain that cloak for myself. Seeing as you and Westboro already have powerful cloaks of your own. I will take that under consideration, as you are currently under our employ. Uh, but I think I'll just need to conve- convene with um, Zippy on this one, to confirm. Of course, Darwin. Well, on that note, how do we feel about stopping by our old pal Valentine before visiting Seamus? Lead the way. You on board, Zip? Um, yes, sorry, I was just looking at this sword. It's so nice. Yeah, I want to see if we can do something with this. Let's go. Let's go see Valentine. Valentine, I want it. 
I love how you collect swords and yet conjure your own flame sword for use when the time actually comes. I like the simple things in life, like magical swords. Yeah, I can understand that. Valentine, are you still around? Knock, knock. Who is it? Oh, it's me and you. Together, again. <laughs> what? It's me, Valentine. Do you remember me? Of course I remember you. You're one of my three favorite customers. If you remember me, what did I take from you last time? Everything. No, no, no. You remember. <laughs> my doorknob. And? My carpet. And? My self-respect. Booyah! Oh, yeah, you did! I feel like shit. <laughs> then why do you keep following us like this? How'd you get here? Somebody told me in business school that to keep a customer, you gotta stalk them. That's creepy, but also And effective! effective. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna say the same thing. We've got a lot of gold to spend. What do you have for us? I have lots of items to spend gold on. I think Darian and Peterson are probably going to be be interested in the void chest. But if you have any premium items, tell me secretly. Ooh, do you want to hear about my new stuff? <laughs> I definitely do. Okay, well I have this arm here. It's somebody's arm. But if, if you replace your arm with it, it might look weird on you proportion-wise because it's a regular man arm. But if you slide it on your amputated spot, you could, like, cast Alter Self or Fabricate or Shape Stone, kind of, like, like oh given charges. For free? Oh. For free? No, well, like, there's charges. What if I, what if I, what if I just, you know, cut off one of the fingers? Mm. What then? Then you'd maybe get a part of it. Not the whole shkaboodle, but, like, what of the effects? Probably. Like, maybe the Alter Self one. That'd be fun. Mm, I can already do that, but though, pretty much daily. Hmm. Okay, what about this one for you? How about this, this pear that you eat eight bites, each bite something different happens. I have no clue. Ooh, that seems cool in a pinch. Yeah. Mm, how much for this one? 800. Darian, It doesn't Darian, rot, though. Darian. That's the good thing. It doesn't rot. You can bite it, leave it on the counter for three years. Come back. Still is good. Darian, 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 how much gold do we have? Well, from the last pot we just split, uh, you walked out with well, a couple thousand gold to yourself. So a couple, do what so you want. 2,000? Uh, yeah, sorry, let me double check the number here. From our last, just the liquid gold, so not even into our kind of our stores of supplies from the crew, uh, you, if we split it evenly three ways, we all walked away with 2,300 gold, but we didn't see what we were giving Peterson. Is that included, Peterson, if he's like a three-way share? If we did a three-way split, it was 2,360 gold each. Mm, for sake of headache, I think we should keep it, like, he gets that much as well. Okay, we did even split on that then, so you got 2,300 yes! gold and 60. <laughs> <laughs> Adam has never felt so relieved. Oh, just, I just don't want to have to go through all of this, you know. But, uh... Oh, if Darren and Zippy are having anything close to that conversation, Peterson has his mask on and he's crying underneath the man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, if Darren's okay with that... 
I'm totally okay with that because I'm looking at these gauntlets of ogre power over here. And I'll take those, please. Mm, yeah, very good find. Very, very. I will take those, please. Um, I want the... What's with this granola bar again? Hmm? Oh. Um... Let me control F through this word doc. Remember those? Remember how I patented those? Crazy. No. It's like a editable scroll. Um, one sec. Oh, granola. Oh, actually, that's just a cliff bar. Ugh. Product placement. I'm sorry. I'm a sellout. But I have this mustache that could stick to your face. Um, Valentine, and people must just, compliment you on it just, when you wear it. Let me just browse for a bit, actually. Talk okay, to, okay. Talk to, yeah. uh, you do your thing, you do your thing. Do your thing, honey. What? Where'd that come from? Okay. Uh, Mr. Valentine, what is this mm. strange and wondrous chest here? It's not labeled. Oh, the void chest. <laughs> These guys, old hands at it. Me, personally, no hands at it. Don't stick your hand in there. But if you do want to, maybe something good will come out. It's called a void chest. I'd like Every, to use the it. fan favorite, right? Fans? They're not in here. Okay, uh you reach in, you pull something from the void or maybe the void will pull you in. But it's uh, 150 gold per pull. I here's my gold. Oh, you're actually doing it. I'm oh, going to do okay. it twice. Uh while uh, I set that up, uh Darian, uh, why don't you explain to me what that glove is for maybe someone who may be listening in to this conversation right now. <laughs> oh, the, uh, gauntlets of ogre power. Um, yeah, they seem to be made of some kind of tough, lev- tough leather, and based on this little description card you've got posted by it, it's, uh, it's a tough leather with iron stud, iron studs running across the back of the hand and fingers. The... They grant the wearer a strength, adding a plus two enhancement bonus to his score. Both gauntlets must be worn for the magic to be effective. Uh, The selling price is a thousand gold, and, uh... Well, do you think I can talk it down to 850? Mm, You guys. Never, never wants to just go with the regular price! Well, if I can get you down to 850, that's a void chest pull in there, too. And I mean, I can't say no Of course it is. Of course it is. Okay. Persuade me. Persuasion check. Let's go. <laughs> uh, that's uh, seven. No. Here's the thousand. Hey, I did it. <laughs> I did it. I made a real sale. Zippy, you see that? I saw it. Very nice. My new best friend, Peterson. Did you see that? Uh, absolutely, yes. Darian, did you feel that? I did. Did you feel the weight leave your hands? I did. Awesome! Well, now you can't feel anything in your hands, because these ogre power gloves will make you make you so strong that, you know, you won't. Anyways, you're welcome. Hey, um, hey, little goblin man, what'd you pull out of there? Okay, just, uh, before I forget... Uh, I would also like to... Sorry, Seth. Can I buy on the Your list hand's here? in the chest right sorry, now. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I draw. I pull. Could you reach something else on the shelf while one hand's in the void? Most people don't like to let it, like, soak in there. It's all voidy. Sorry, no, okay, yeah. I, I draw from the, the void chest. Okay. Guess what you pull. You'll never guess. It's a shimmering bar of soap. <laughs> 
Alright. And that's not all. There's always a catch. It produces a wild, dire weasel whenever you believe in yourself. <laughs> Do you believe in yourself right now, Peterson? That's amazing. Every moment. But now more than ever. Whoa! <laughs> and like a weasel like comes around you and wraps around your neck like a like a weasel you scarf. Said, you said it was a dire weasel. Yeah, it's big and it's weighing them down. That's 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 a yes. big weasel. It's I like anacondaing an him. I finally have one. Uh, what color is it? Weasel color, brown. Perfect. Hello, I will name you. Arizona. I pet it. You pet it. How are you feeling about yourself right now? Uh, Peterson feels yeah. more hopeful and more joyous than he's felt in a long, long time. Do you believe in yourself to get this thing off you? Huh? Do you believe in this thing to get off you? Like, believe in yourself enough for this thing to get off you? Yeah. Okay. I basically want you to understand that a dire weasel is 10 feet long and can reach up to weight of 700 pounds. That's what, yeah, what? That's what I said. It's crushing him. That's why I said that. Oh, he's I like, didn't realize he's like that. like in a weasel like, like... anaconda hold. Oh. Oh, it's like crushing me. Kind of, yeah. You still believe in yourself? <laughs> uh, I'll thought of what. Someone help me. It's slowly starting to Thanos snap away. It's only got like 13 HP or something. You're fine. It's slowly starting to fade away as he's like feeling stressed and not like he can lift it. Uh, Oh, so it disappears when I don't believe in myself. Naturally. Ah, interesting. I wrap, I quickly wrap the bar of soap in a cloth and put it in my bag. Are you believing or not believing in yourself? I'm going to make you start rolling stuff for that in the future, but just for now. (laughs) Okay. That has some uses, I can see. It fades away completely. (laughs) Um, I'll do a void chest pull, and it's probably going to go poorly, but I mean, gotta do it. Oh boy. Here we go again. While you draw, um, uh, Valentine, can I buy this faux beard that you have? Uh, yeah. So, when worn, this fake beard convinces any viewer that it is real, no matter how incongruous it might be. Creatures can realize the fakery of the beard with a DC 15 investigation check. 50 gold. The first goblin with a great beard. Okay, um... Okay, I... Oh, yeah, Zippy, go, go, go! I mean, I I have a few things I want to buy. Lay it on me. First of all, I want to buy the gloves of sharing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you gotta love the share. Yeah, I want to buy that. It makes me be able to turn someone into a wild shape once per day, and it doesn't use one of my wild shape points, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I also want to buy the... Um, I'm going to keep looking, but I know I want those gloves for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Valentine, you collect uh, cursed curiosities, correct? Yes. I've got this cursed mask that will bind to someone's face and turn them into an abolith in four days. And then we've got this ring that will also bind to you, and you can use it to regenerate yourself, but it also permanently weakens yourself. Interested? 
Very. That's cursed. That's my thing. I collect the cursed things. That's yeah, why everything in this shop is cursed. So, uh, how much are you willing to take them for? Like ten gold. What? What? That's it. Do you want them? But you're a collector, though. You think you would put a little more value on? Yeah, it's a really cheap hobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, ten gold for both? Yeah. I mean, it's more of a waste disposal thing for you, technically. Uh, yeah, I'm too lazy for this. Sure. Here's a cool ten. Ready? Clink, 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 clink. Clink, okay, clink, okay. clink, clink, clink. That's ten gold! Yep, I uh, got it. Did you count along at home? I hope so. Okay. Um, you pulled from the chest too, right? Uh, I did. Guess what I you got? I pulled this thing. Whoa! Whoa! It's a terribly ugly shoe! <laughs> Not fashionable at all. But it makes you shrink down to the size of a mouse whenever you are bitten. Um, Makes you much easier to eat. <laughs> get <so> it? <laughs> hypothetically speaking, how would I get big again? Would I take the shoe off? Mm, not sure. You want to test it out? I got some chompers right here. <laughs> Ew. Um, I think I'll pass on that one. Darian, do you but, want to split um, on the fortress? Uh, I don't think we have a... Uh, uh, Alright, well, you guys decide about that. Hey, Peterson, what do you want? Okay, one other thing I'd like to purchase is this cricket here. This cr- cricket statue. A statue of a cricket that chirps softly in the dark. The cricket stops chirping, chirping if an invisible or incorporeal creature comes within ten feet. Selling That's a great find! Yes, I, uh... I have some uh, immediate use for something like this. Ooh. Yeah, well, if you want it, 75, like you said. Ka-ching! And I'll take another thing out of the void chest. All right, I knew, I knew, I knew I could count on you. Okay, ready? Let me get this. It's me. All right. Ooh, okay. Uh, this is a wristband that causes yeah. huge migraines whenever you are being hunted. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I want to try it on? Yes. I you, I slowly put it on. You slowly put it on, and as you're sliding it on, your head starts to hurt. Peterson's hands begin to tremble, and he... Um, he quickly... You know what? He grabs the cricket, and he holds his hands over it so it's in darkness. Mm-hmm. And he puts his ear to it to see um, if he can hear it still chirping. To see if there's something invisible or incorporeal within 10 feet of him. There is not. So it's chirping? Yeah, it keeps chirping. He breathes a sigh of relief and, and takes off the wristband and puts it and loops it around his waist belt. Okay. And he rubs his, rubs his temples. Uh, that was actually completely random that... Wow, those two really work work together for you. I know. Wow. I, I, I can't believe I, that, actually. I know. Same here, man. That, wow. that wasn't me. That wasn't even Seth. Who's that? What? What are you saying, Zippy? Connor, I still have, like, 3,000 left. Wow. You have, like, 1,000? Um, 
I do. Ten was... ten is really good. Yeah, I just know we just have this ship now, so I just wasn't sure if like the fortress like was fully worth it at this point. And like, but it, and if I spent the three thousand, and you spent a thousand, then we wouldn't really have a lot of gold left. We needed it for something else. Well, yeah, that's what this was... guy keeps following us. I feel like we can wait a bit. Yeah, why don't we maybe on the next kind of like big payday we get, we can. We can take a look at uh, picking that up. I think right now, while we're traveling on the ship a lot, I don't think it's it's a super big need. Let's just but keep in mind, 10d10 is really good. No, I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and it can happen anytime. <laughs> <laughs> it's an average of these guys. Averages out to 50 damage. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Because we can pick it up and down, right? Like, it's only... Yes, yeah, you can deactivate it by speaking command word. Yeah, so that's... Pr- you can keep using it. That's pretty dope. Um, I think because we've decided not to get the thing for now, I'll just test my luck and do one more void chest pull. Um, okay. One more. This is a hammer. That causes homicidal rage whenever you frown. So if you frown, you go into a homicidal rage with this hammer. Whoa! Get out of my shop before you frown. Turn that frown way, way down. Kill a man. Whoa! Darian, you wow. frown way too much to make that of any use. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, I'm going to take that out of your hand and hold it in mine. Take this from me. <laughs> okay, that was close. I felt the rage. I felt right. it coming. All right. How much do you want to... How much do you want it for? Like five gold. Make it ten. Got it. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ten. Okay. Um, I'm still nervous about this shoe. Valentine, do you have a fail safe if I get stuck small? Um, one of your members could cast enlarge on you, like every time, <laughs> and the, and it would like you just go between big and small forever. I can do but that. It but it could also just revert you back. We don't know. Do you, Peterson, you've got a, an enlarged spell left? I do. I use it for other uh, things. Yeah, but I'm uh, saying <laughs> enlarged spells aren't permanent. The, but you know, yeah, saying so it would only last oh. an hour. Yeah. Wait, so you're saying if I get stuck small, we'll have to cast enlarged forever, for God's sake. Or roll a new character, yeah. Ugh. <sighs> You want to try it? Wanna, no. Want to live on the risky side? Can If we identify it, will we get more information about how to revert back to large? Maybe. Maybe not. Peterson, can I borrow you for ten minutes? Sure. Can you identify this, please? Am I allowed to, Valentine? It's uh, unpurchased goods. Uh, no, it's a, vo- it's a void chest. I've already got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Whoa! Is that identify sounds I hear? Whoa. The one yep. and the same. <laughs> yep, that looks like that. That means if you get bitten again, you'll grow back. Cool. But probably would hurt more when you're small and break someone's jaw when you grow. Well, I can just bite myself. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could go full attack on Titan on it if you'd like. Well, yeah, it doesn't say I need to break skin. I just need to be bitten. It's a very loose Like, I think it has to be little teeth. Can't just be all gums. Well, of, 
of course, but I don't think I need to bite my thumb off. Here, let's let's try this out. I uh, I put the shoe on, and I bite my thumb. It's an ugly looking shoe. It doesn't it clashes with your outfit? You bite your thumb, shoop, you're a mouse size, and everybody looks way bigger than you. This is pretty cool. And I bite my thumb again. Yep. Back. This is amazing. This has got utility. Okay. Zippy. Knock, knock. What do you is want? Is there money in... Ho- oh, I want to know if you want something. No, I just wanted these gloves. Okay, frugal. I hate it. Um. Valentine. Yes, that's my name. This well of many worlds. Mm-hmm. This fine black cloth, soft as silk, is folded up to the dimensions of a handkerchief. It unfolds into yeah, a I... circular... Yeah, no, okay. no, 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 no. I, I'm not selling that. Could you be persuaded? Is there something that you perhaps need done or something that you're looking for? I... No. I've come across no. many rare things in my own time. Like what? Well... You're a liar! <laughs> That's, this is clear lie tactic number one. Are you, you don't have the answer? I know where there's a great tower. Bullshit. <laughs> tower full of information. Yeah, so do I. It's called my mom's basement. Snap. Listen. Seriously. Like crazy stuff down there. Um, No, Man. uh... Yeah, no, uh, that thing's not for sale because I don't trust anybody to use it. Also, it's mine. There's no way I can persuade this guy? Like, is like is he get, giving off any signs of being persuadable? Even a nat 20 on persuasion, it, it, it would not budge this man. Okay, I can see that I've hit a nerve. I'm going to say, of course, Valentine. I meant no offense. None taken. But Very I hate nice, you. though. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get one last thing on our way out the door here. I'm just going to get uh, the Wand of Web. Yep, okay. Cool. Thank goodness. That thing was making webs all the time. That's why it looks like a spooky haunted ha- Halloween October style mansion. Happy October, everyone! <laughs> to to explain this to anybody who may be listening into our conversation. Everyone. Um, <laughs> Uh, so basically, the wand has seven charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges to cast the web spell uh, DC 15 from it. The wand regains 1d6 expended del- uh, spell slots or charge slots daily. Um, so the web spell like is a is a really great um, spell for like binding and uh, restricting people, but it usually has to be between two surfaces. It can't just be out in a field or something. But hey, free spells. Always That's an accurate it. description. All right, anything else you boys want? No? Then uh, get on with the story and get out of my shop! <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way. Okay, goodbye. I love you all. Except Peterson a little less. Okay, bye! And you guys leave Valentine's shop with more shopping loot done. Congratulations. Yay. So, you're back out in Mana Snow Square, what do you want to do? Well, I think uh, our last stop is uh, Seamus. He was the one who has been working with um, working with Felix when he was here, right? I think so. That's what he said, I think. 
Perfect. Why don't we do that? And we'll just detour at the ship where I'm going to just um, borrow Normandy's black bow. If he wakes <laughs> up, I'll give it back. But I think that's his dairy and that's not fair. No, you're right. That's why I'm just going to borrow it. And if he wakes up, he can have it back. You guys are terrible. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, black bow. Yeah, awesome. yeah, you, go, you got it. Um, okay, wow. so you make your way down the street to the mountain guide shop. Seamus's Mountain Guide Shop. You go in the door, ding-a-ling, you see there's a counter and all of these, like, mountain trail maps um, and, and, like, hiking locations and, like, welcome to Man of Snow pamphlets and stuff like that. Oh, this is very nice. Yeah, it's quite quaint, actually. Um, excuse me. Are you... You're... Oh, hi there. Hi, Seamus, right? I think I recall you from the song earlier. Yes, did you like my solo? It was, uh, it was just wo- just wonderful. Lovely. Oh, yes, it is. Yes. Yep. So, um, <sighs> Wait, ru- rumor has it that, um, you know, about six, seven months ago, uh, Felix stopped in town and you were able to help him out. Do you mind, um, sharing a little bit about your experience there? What you helped him with? Well, sure, but, uh, It'll cost you. Just your time, though. <laughs> oh, good. Good it old pirate joke. Um, so, uh, I had say, uh, sorry, I had Felix come in here, and he, well, he came to find me, and he was asking for somebody to lead him up the heaven-reaching heights and get to the top of the mountain. Um, it's kind of a dangerous trek, and it gets confusing. Um... But as soon as we, uh, reached the top, uh, we, we parted ways. He went down the mountain on the other side to the red lights where those are. Oh, so he, he just stopped in to move down to the red lights. This is the second time we've heard that name. What, what is the red lights? Oh, well, let me tell you an old fashioned spooky story. Okay, so the red lights are, well, red lights. And they're found deep south, beyond the mountains, where there ain't no sun. Actually, there is sun, but, you know, when it gets dark, you can see the lights. All these red lights floating. There's been lots of rumors saying that if you die down there, it's so cold that not even your soul gets sent to the deep. But I don't believe that. I think it's just an old wives' tale. I've never actually seen these red lights, but people assume those are the spirits of the wandering adventurers that died in the cold. That's really spooky. Yes. But I think it's just what we're looking for. Oh, you're looking for ghosts? Felix went down that way towards the red lights? Uh, yes. Uh, well, he, I don't know if he was, he never said what he was looking for. It's not my business to ask. But, uh, he, uh, was heading towards that area, and I assume that's what he was looking for. Like, there's nothing else down there besides, well, death and cold and lights. Seamus, you say this was nearly eight months ago? Nine, maybe, yeah. Okay, even further back. Tell me, do you recall him using his 
uh, any jewelry, any rings on his hands that he touched or used in any specific ways? Uh, no, it was pretty a peaceful go, actually. One of my smoothest runs. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he was wearing gloves the entire time. Tell me, did you ever shake his hand, or did you, or do you know where he spent the night, if he spent the night here at all? Oh, just, uh, just at Fritz's Tavern. All right. Then we left in the morning. So, are you looking for a guide? Well, I think we have a ship. I don't know if we'll need to hike over the mountains. Is... A ship? Like for the sea? Actually, no, um, I'm sorry. I, I saw your flying machine. Yeah, that ain't gonna fly over those mountains. Too cold. Yeah, I oh. think, guys, this is more of an expedition we need to go. I say we check out the tavern where he stayed and then maybe get a few more tips and tricks and... I mean, my gut instinct is to follow through where these red lights are going and we might find something of importance. Yeah, no, there's definitely something there. Alright, uh, Seamus, how much would it cost uh, to have you take us over the mountains? A thousand gold. Oh. I mean, we can, do, we can do that, though, guys. No, we can, but does that just simply include you? You hear rustling this... in the background, and you hear, like, someone, like, scurrying and, like, moving papers around, and this teenage... Uh, boy, uh, who's a little rotund, uh, comes out with this bowl cut. Uh, it's just a, a, a little, um, sorry, a tiefling boy. Hmm. And he comes out and he's like, oh, sorry, I couldn't help but overhear that you're looking for a mountain guide, uh, Seamus. <laughs> sorry, but do you mind my first one, please? I got, I got a chaser, you know, <laughs> right? And Seamus is like, Oy. Leslie, I can't let you go. That's it's, You haven't even... You've only seen the maps. And these guys, they don't want to waste their time with you. I'll, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. That's terrible business, Leslie. What do you guys say? Please? The decision's not mine to make. Westboro and Talwan. I look at Darian. And I... Give him, like, kind of a nod. You know, Norman does have, like, a thousand gold sitting in his pocket. I don't oh think my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really... We're about to go hiking into a dangerous winter mountain... And this guy's about as green as they get. Oh, but no offense. Start You're one to talk. We're ones to talk. Oh, I'm not green. I fought. I had a season one finale, which was epic as hell. No, I meant you and I are both green ourselves. But I realize now that's not what you meant. You're green. I'm not. Right, guys. Please. There's something my heart is feeling. No, please, no, thank you. <laughs> I no. hear it in the wind. Uh, we have to. I'm looking for a dragon girl who set my heart aflame. <laughs> she was with the greeters. No, she stop it, Felix. Please, stop. She was no. there nine months ago. 
Deal. But I need you. Deal. Oh, come on, Deal. And take me away from Manna Snow. Yeah. Did you, that song, talking about a dragon with Felix, did you know Felix personally? Or is this just another song? No, but he was here with the entire Greeters Guild. And uh, I, I fancied one of them. One of my first date with, with a girl. <laughs> a girl I love. All right. A girl I love. Come on, Darian, oh. we have to get him now. Every part of me that wants to make the logical decision is screaming no, but this is just too interesting to watch the rest of it play out. If one of us ends up dead, I blame it on bull cut. All right, we'll take you for free. Yes, I'm on the roll, and that's the end of the show. That's the end of the episode. Okay, we're gonna continue this next time on episode ten of season two. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.